This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of November 30th, 2020. This week, MMWR published four reports. One report describes ACIP recommendations for the priority populations for the initial phase of the COVID-19 vaccination program in the United States. Another report describes multiple cases of drug-resistant bacteria in a New Jersey hospital while the facility was experiencing a surge of COVID-19 cases. A third and fourth report describes the disproportionate rates of COVID-19 in Marshallese and Hispanic and Latino people and how we can reduce these disparities. As described in an earlier podcast, the U.S. government is working to produce and deliver safe and effective COVID-19 vaccines for the entire U.S. population. The Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, or ACIP, is composed of experts from a variety of fields related to public health. It advises CDC on vaccine recommendations. MMWR published the ACIP recommendation as interim guidance that both healthcare personnel and residents of long-term care facilities be offered COVID-19 vaccine in the initial phase of the vaccination program. Federal, state, and local jurisdictions should use this guidance for COVID-19 vaccination program planning and implementation. ACIP will consider vaccine-specific recommendations and additional populations when a Food and Drug Administration authorized vaccine is available. In healthcare facilities, carbapenem-resistant Acinetobacter baumeniae, or CRAB, a drug-resistant bacteria, can cause healthcare-associated infections. Crab outbreaks can be difficult to contain and often are linked to breaches in infection prevention and control. An outbreak of 34 cases occurred in a New Jersey hospital during a surge of COVID-19 cases in spring 2020. The facility faced challenges in maintaining routine infection prevention and control practices due to reduced staffing and reduced availability of personal protective equipment. As routine infection control practices resumed, cases of the bacteria went back to normal levels. Healthcare facilities managing surges of patients with COVID-19 should maintain infection control practices, such as hand hygiene, use of personal protective equipment, and environmental cleaning to the extent possible. The next two reports highlight how long-standing systematic health and social inequities have placed racial and ethnic minority groups at higher risk for severe outcomes of COVID-19. One report is from Arkansas and the other from Denver, Colorado. The Arkansas report looked at rates of COVID-19 among Marshallese, or people who come from the Republic of the Marshall Islands, and Hispanic people in two Arkansas counties. Marshallese and Hispanic people made up 19% of the population in these two counties, 
they accounted for 64% of COVID-19 cases and 57% of COVID-19-related deaths. In Denver, Colorado, half of adult COVID-19 cases and deaths were among Hispanic adults, double the proportion of Hispanic adults in Denver. Among adults with COVID-19, Hispanic people in Denver reported larger household sizes and more known household exposure, working in essential industries, working while ill, and delays in testing after symptom onset. The risks described in Denver can be better understood from focus group discussions and interviews in Arkansas. Marshallese and Hispanic people described their challenges following prevention and mitigation measures, including working conditions where COVID-19 incidence is high and physical distancing is not possible, limited health messaging in their native languages, large numbers of people living in a household, mistrust of the medical system, and changing COVID-19 guidance. Several factors leading to disproportionate exposure, such as crowded housing and lack of paid medical leave, are related to social drivers outside the traditional healthcare system. Thus, in addition to providing culturally appropriate COVID-19 prevention information, public health and healthcare systems should partner with social services organizations and community health workers to address patients' unmet social, medical, and mental health needs. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports on COVID-19, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.